welcome to another episode of American Dudeocracy. Here with the dudes. Three dudes. Mayor Dave. One voice. Oh, three dudes, uh, three mics. I don't know. You know where I got that from? Where's that? Hot Bench. Hot Bench? Ever watch Hot Bench? It's, it's a... Uh, uh, I don't subscribe to those yeah. websites, well, Dave. When, <laughs> I, when I try pulling that up, it, uh, it says uh, not allowed. Yeah. Uh, adult controls. Uh, no. Yeah, adult content only. Well... <laughs> Where did you find this? It's not that interesting. <laughs> oh, all right. But all right. it is three judges <laughs> there. They come out with, uh, they, they do this case. It's kind of like the Jerry Springer show, only there's no <laughs> fighting and cussing. Oh, so it's lame. Yeah, it's pretty lame. <laughs> but anyway, three voices, one verdict. So that's where I'm. Oh, there you go. There you go. Just a play on it. Kamikaze Knutson. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Three people, three dudes, just not the three amigo dudes. That's right. right? You're still in the air. You're doing good, buddy. That's right. <laughs> if you're listening in, we're still here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We're still here, which uh, I guess brings me to the topic. Freedom. Mic drop, Matt. I didn't do that as well as Mel Gibson did. Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, the end part of that is kind of the where we're at in the freedom spectrum right now. We're in the... <laughs> <laughs> as you're going down yeah it's, it's gonna what it sounded like you know we were kind of bsing just a second ago i was like you know what i'm gonna hit record this is all good stuff so state of affairs right freedom right right here in colorado maybe a snapshot view into colorado we were talking a little bit about uh our current state government and i think it's worth worth repeating Dwayne, if if you would please well freedom's not so free anymore we're learning Right. There's lots of new initiatives, all kind of tied to to the green movement. Right. And saving, saving the planet and renewables and all that stuff. So one trend we're seeing is just the grocery bags. Right. Oh, yeah. So what's what's the story there? Well, you know, for years I spent a lot of my career, my earlier career um, in the grocery industry. So back in the day, of course, it was just. You know, you learned how to bag. I was a bag boy at one point in time. So you learned how to grab these big old uh, paper bags. And I'm sure a lot of you folks remember that. Maybe the younger generation may not remember when we did have paper bags. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you had a special way of taking your thumb and flipping those things out. And by God, you were you could be so fast with those things and flipping cans in. And you almost did like a uh, wild bartender moves, you know, trying to press the customer and. Dave had his flare going on, yeah. <laughs> rolling tomato soup cans down his arms and across his back and into the bag, flipping the cans. Yep, and I had lots of awards for that, too. Dave so was, don't, don't be Dave jealous. Was bagger Bay. <laughs> i know you guys can't see that we don't have video yet dropping salt wow. on but he's forearm. dropping like salt bays dropping campbell soup cans down his forearm impressing listen, the ladies listen i feel a lot of hate right now from those of you that never made head bag boy so head, any head bag boy head bag head bag boy head bag boy, head bag boy. So, so dave i just have a question on this whole thing so what do you do you, after you like drop a can and dent it or break it? What do you do? You put it in there. 
You rebag the dented can that they can't. Oh, open always out. distract the customer. <laughs> okay. Always distract the That's customer. That's what the flares for, Dwayne. Yeah, 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 the flare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look over here. Smile. That's right. You know, it's just like just like your uh, politics right now. Just create you? a diversion. Can I help you out to the car with this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your bag of chips there. <laughs> you, you guys can't see Dave. Put those in the you guys bottom. can't see Dave, but he probably loads load he was probably loading the cart and doing curls on his way out. Like I got it, ladies. <laughs> I do the curls for the girls. Just go out to your car. <laughs> I'm going through that uh, bag of potatoes on top yeah. of it. I got it all. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. Eggs and chips on the bottom. So anyway, we're diverging Sorry. here. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Back Sorry. to freedom. Freedom. So, freedom. So it, it it came to being that plastic started came coming uh, into play. So he had sorry, a choice. Time. Could when did we stop the the paper bags? Sorry, just before you get into the plastic. Who? That's going to take me back a little bit Wasn't longer. Too, so late nineties, two thousand. Yeah, I was. I mean, they were still kind of available, but not yeah. as a normal, right? Towards the millennium. I'm going to say yeah, earlier nineties. Honestly, mm-hmm. would be when they became more prevalent than paper. Mm-hmm. I would guess. Yeah, so early nineties. But you had a choice. You know, you had a yeah, choice paper, of uh, right. paper or plastic. That was the big thing. And asked, you were asked that every single time. Mm-hmm. Paper or yep. plastic? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Paper. So I pick paper. Well, well anyway, well. go ahead. So <laughs> now it's all it, basically you can't find a paper bag. There's there's some that are there. They're very small. They don't have the big ones anymore. And uh, so here recently, looks like we have a mandate from our uh, our government here in Colorado our state has mandated that we are going to follow California government so as California goes so now is Colorado so you know California's gotten rid of all their paper bags now they're getting rid of plastic bags or they have gotten rid of plastic bags and now Colorado is basically doing the same thing they're following suit no plastic bags. Use your recyclable totes or you know whatever you can grab in a in a box for you that you bring from home, or you buy a bag at the store. One of those uh, recyclable bags, or it's one that you just pack around with you. I reckon. Or because <clears throat> I went to Home Depot to get. I'm remodeling a house right now, so I've got a lot. I'm, I'm at Home Depot all the time. <laughs> and Dad Gum, I went to check out, and they're like, "Do you want?" If you want a bag, you got to pay 10 cents a bag. So they yeah. still had the plastic ones available, but I had to pay 10 cents a bag. So that's effective. I guess that was the first of the year thing. So mm-hmm. I knew it was coming. I didn't know exactly when, but yeah, it's it's here. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're living that right now. Yeah, absolutely. There's There were some companies. Uh, I was I was around town um, last week. There's a couple of them were like, you know, we're, we're kind of yawning at this thing and we're going to drag our feet. But I think most of the major corporations, Kroger is, you know, of course, uh, the city markets, King Supers, uh, and soon to be Safeway. They're going to merge at some point in time here in Colorado. But, um, yeah, they're, they're charging 10 cents a bag. They're running with it. That, that basically helps the supermarkets. And I know it's trying that what they're trying to do is slow down the use of bags, uh, and plastic and so forth for the turtles and probably some of the lizards out on the desert here. But my point is, there is no choice in this stuff. So, you know, it's it's like whatever happened to, yep. you know, paper or plastic. If we don't like plastic, should we go back to paper or should there be three choices for you? Should there be a paper, should be a plastic and 
the uh, option to uh, bring your own bag as well. If you're an environmentalist and you just feel like that's part of your ministry is to, uh, you know, get rid of plastic, then you don't have to use it and so forth. I personally use plastic bags for my trash cans because I'm single. I live at home, you know, with my mom. Just kidding. <laughs> In the basement. <laughs> Meatloaf. Mom. <laughs> I'm trying to save the planet. <laughs> so uh, I'm podcasting. <laughs> Downstairs Dave. Food. Food. That's right. So uh, I, I just, uh, I'm really disturbed by the trending here. And, you know, of course, here, the r- latest uh, is uh, cage-free chickens. And so that's you know, really raise the rate of eggs here in Colorado. So chime in guys. I'm, I'm a little frustrated with the, the choice issue here. Dude. I, uh, I have a whole, a whole mouthful of nonsense to say. So <laughs> maybe it's better to go to Dwayne first. Cause I, dude, I got a whole mountain of unload. I'm ready to well, this throw is just, at this one. This is just one issue, right? I, I mean, gotta go get my tinfoil hat. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one. Two, Mom! Two. Mom! Meatloaf! <laughs> Give me the tinfoil hat! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Dwayne. <laughs> okay, I'm on tinfoil now. <laughs> so, th- this is a trend we're seeing, right? I mean, these politicians that i think they try to do the right thing you know and maybe but it sure comes off as making less choices and less options and when they make it a mandated thing there's no freedom in that right so they're literally stealing our freedom by doing what they're doing right and there's there's Where's the accountability at? Where's the outrage? Because it's a slippery slope, right? You start off with a bag. Where? What's the next thing that goes, Matt? Right, dude. I. Uh, where does it? Where does it? It will never end if we are okay with capitulating on the bags, right? So yeah. it's the little things that that always get them going. They get that. Oh, I, I did it. You know, we did it. We can make it work, and we have a path now. So whatever. Your thoughts, man. I. You get exactly what you deserve. And, and what I mean by that, okay. Cause I'm, I'm big on personal accountability, responsibility. Um, coincidentally, you know, we were just talking the end of last year about how walking into any grocery store, any store, essentially there's trash everywhere on the ground and there's employees standing around looking at it, blowing around and it's a disaster. So if we as a community and as a society are so irresponsible that we can't even put our trash where it belongs. This is what you get. You get a government that's going to try to do good. And it starts out as bags, plastic bags. Oh, we're going to regulate this, right? Regulatory creep. That's a term that we've used in the oil field for forever. And now the rest of the world is starting to see how the regulatory creep Mm -hmm. Which I think was coined in California, adopted recently by Colorado, and now New Mexico. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's quickly sweeping the nation. I think so. It's a pandemic. If it's not in your state, <laughs> or your country, just wait. Just wait. So you know, I go back to <clears throat> we talk freedom, right? So freedom only exists if you are willing to take the responsibility and the accountability to be free. So. You get into this big dispute, right? Where does freedom begin and where does freedom end? And and to me, it's simple. My freedom and my rights end 
where I infringe upon someone else's rights or freedoms. Just because I'm free doesn't give me the freedom to go murder people or to go steal people's stuff. I almost dropped the bomb. Um, you know what I mean? So we have this misconstrued dis- discussion going on where you get this like total extremes, right? Extreme left, extreme right, however you want to put it. But at, at the end of the day, 90% of us, at least 90, probably 90, 95% of us live in the middle. And without taking accountability and responsibility, this is what you get. So it's on us. What does our future look like if we as free people in a society of taxpayers where we're paying 40, 50% taxes to a government, our freedom fees, <laughs> where does it end? Like you said, Dwayne, if we can't be trusted to take our bags and put them in the trash, because we can't, because we suck at it by all metrics. Yeah, we do. Where does it end? Yep. If they can tell us what we can use to put our groceries in. Oh, and they can tell us what to put in our bodies. Dude, like I said, tinfoil sombrero. Let me break out the party. But at the end of the day, we get what we deserve. So when we're too lazy to take care of these things ourselves or as a community, as a society trying to be too PC, you see some asshole leaving and I'm going to do some cussing earmuffs, (laughs) earmuffs. Here's your caution. If you're driving down the road, earmuffs. Uh, If if you see some asshole parking his cart with a bunch of trash on it over in in the corner where it's going to smash somebody's car and you're not like, hey, dude. Put that over there where it belongs or you see somebody leaving their trash and you just turn a blind eye. This is what you get. It's kind of like the whole gun thing. Mm-hmm. If we're not policing well, each to- other, yep, yep. the government's going to take an opportunity to police us, Gestapo. <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? We get what we deserve. So how do you fight it or how do we change it? You don't have to fight it, but how you change it is you take care of business on your own. You don't wait for big brother to step in and come up with a better plan. You take care of it. You don't let it become an issue. And that falls on every single person, right? You can't, you can't ask for freedom and then be a complete train wreck and then bitch about the government coming in because the environmentalists, like by all metrics, how much plastic trash is in the ocean right now? It's absurd. Now, arguably, a lot of that's coming from other countries, and arguably, it is a failure of government policy and others because they're allowing people to dump trash where they shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. So now here we are, come full circle, and the taxpayers are brunting the burden, and our freedoms of choice are Mm -hmm. being slowly eroded Yep, because we're lazy. Yeah, that's true. You know, you you talk about freedom, but uh, freedom comes with responsibility just basically what you're saying there there you if you want freedom you have to be responsible if you're irresponsible you go to jail right i mean if i don't use my freedom responsibly i'm gonna be convicted and i'm gonna end up behind bars and that's because poor choices and so a lot of this goes to choices too but i'd say there's a small percentage that are not choosing wisely if you will that affect the rest of us. Yeah. There's no I and in team. No. No, but there's a me. And so <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Never mind. <laughs> I'm t- but you know what I mean? Like like to to go back to my military days as a platoon in boot camp or uh, beyond, the unit 
passed or failed. And if you had one or two that weren't doing what they need to do, the whole unit failed. Mm -hmm. So in America, you know, I I believe in that mentality. If you're working a job and you're trying to, whatever your job is, if you're, if you're a plastic bag maker, right. Or if you're a plastic bag recycling company and one chunk of your team is not tying their stuff or securing their trash. They drive down the road and it blows out of the truck. Your whole team fails. That, that whole initiative is not, is not working just like at work. You have those one or two that don't want to do their jobs or pawn it off. And the rest of the team absorbs the work. It creates animosity. It creates bad attitudes. It's like cancer. It slowly kind of spreads. And if people were just correct it, like the, I want to go back to the PC movement, the whole PC movement. I understand it, right? The, the idea behind it was a, a positive, like, Hey, let's, let's stop calling each other jackasses. However, there is a very real place where that is needed in our society. So we've lost the ability to police ourselves or to take care of our communities in a sense for the PC movement. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's come full circle and bit us, square in the ass you know um and i love what you're saying i'm not i'm not ranting on plastic here you know what i mean i i think we can be way more responsible for our environment in so many fashions but it's just the it's the choice you're losing choices freedom being taken away is annoying and it's getting really awful you know we were talking about electric stoves there's um you know, bags, there's chicken eggs. I mean, here in the last few weeks, there has been a lot of strange things happening. Yep. And these are laws mandated just coming down from out of nowhere. I have no idea what co- was coming tomorrow, but. Yeah, the the um, number on these changes is it's getting shorter and shorter between, right? So back in the day, I mean, it was rare when you have something change where it took some of your freedom away. Well, now it's it's be shorter and shorter time between them right we're mm-hmm. seeing more and it's more constant more of this mm-hmm. and it's just it's rapidly increasing so yeah, what, yeah what what's next what, yeah. what are they going to start dabbling Head, with next headline news where they were talking about assault ban uh assault weapon bans in colorado you know and many many other fashions you know they're talking about taking your uh your ammo and, <clears throat> and this is even a colorado deal too is is uh serial number and all the all the ammo I mean, it was strange. I even saw pictures of it. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? There, it's it's control. Wow, uh, it, losing it, choices, yeah. and, and that's what it comes down to. Like the the plastic bag thing is about choices going away. But but like, I'm going to revert back to oil and gas days to do a root cause analysis on why why did that choice make it to the chopping block. And that's, that's how we have to learn. You know what I mean? It's uh, so you talked a little bit about guns. I learned something today. Uh, I work with a gentleman that lives in Connecticut. Uh, he and I were talking and he was looking to purchase a handgun. He's like, what do you recommend? I gave him my whole list of recommendations on the cool stuff that I like. <laughs> um, I found out today that in Connecticut, you can't even enter a store to look at handguns without a handgun permit. This is in America. What? In Connecticut. What? Come on. You have to. Is it, is it funny hour? Are you you being serious right now? This is by God, the truth. I'm taking off my sombrero hat 
my tinfoil sombrero, sorry. And I'm speaking wow. the truth. I learned this today. So in Connecticut, just like here, if I want to go to Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops or whatever, and I want to browse the guns, I can. Can't do that in Connecticut. You have to apply for a handgun permit, get a handgun just permit to approved to go shop for a handgun. So you're talking like pawn stores and stuff, pawn yeah. shops. If you go to a pawn shop. Pretty much anywhere that sells handguns, a store, a dealer that sells handguns. I asked twice, dude, am I hearing you correctly? Yes, I am. It blew me away. This is in America. Well, that's arguable. Um, But this is a state that is attached and supposed to be in America. It's in Connecticut. See, and what happens in Connecticut doesn't stay in Connecticut. What happens in California doesn't stay in California, right? So it moves, if it's yeah. happening somewhere, it's it's going to move, right? People mm-hmm. are going to realize, oh, hey, you should try this. This works. So a couple thoughts on that. Obviously, that impacts the guy looking to buy a gun, right? Yeah. That that's that's really upsetting, right? It, that 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 upsets me. And but from a business standpoint, I own a business, still do. It's what does that do to the business owner too? Right. Oh, yeah. Because now his list of people, they're not going to go to Connecticut. They're going to go across the state line. I mean, anywhere else. Get that, right. It's right. like, mm-hmm. dude, options are out there. Right. You can legally purchase an ar- firearm somewhere else. Go somewhere else to get it. So you just cut that dude out of a sale. I, a legit legal background, full background, everything else. That dude just lost a sale. All right, how many, how many countless sales? That is your right home. to buy. So. Oh, that's that's upsetting. Yeah, that's frustrating. So I I I believe that's the goal. Yeah. I'm going to as a government entity. We can't take it away, but we can make it hard enough that it goes away, and and that's just like the plastic bags, and just like energy, just like make, energy, make it so expensive you can't afford to put yeah. that gas in your car, huh? Oh well. <laughs> You know what I mean? And again, it comes back to each individual, a taxpayer in America, an American. We're, we're in America. As, as an American, we have a constitution. And to me, this whole gun discussion is a, is a non-starter in my head because the constitution says shall not. That's the end of the discussion for me. And, you know, we can go down that road and talk down that. I I would love actually to talk through a little bit of that. So what I mean by that is if, if you're in America, if you're an American, whether you came over and assimilated or you're born here and you have those rights, the Constitution protects you. The Constitution protects us from our government. Our government shall not infringe upon those rights. That's that's exactly what it reads. No commas, periods, blah, blah, blah. So this is an overreach against the constitution in my mind. So I choose not to play that game. And if any of this arrives here in Colorado, I think we should fight it right to the Supreme court. It's the only thing we can do. We're not going to play by those rules. Now, now follow me. I want to introduce another idea. Concealed carry. Okay. I disagree Based on the Constitution, I disagree with the fact that our government asks us to ask for a permit to conceal carry a handgun. I believe that is against the Second Amendment, my personal belief. 
There are states that allow second carry states. Tennessee's one of them. I, li- I lived there for a year. And yeah, it's a second amendment state. No permit required. <laughs> there's several others. I don't know them off the top yeah. of my head. Texas? Yeah, there's a there's a few. But my, my thoughts yeah. on that are, so as, as a Colorado American taxpayer, if I apply for that permit, am I buying into their overreach? I am. Yeah, I'm voluntarily playing by their <clears throat> amended rules, which are against my constitutional rights, which if you read the Constitution, I'm not even allowed. They are inalienable, inalienable, inalienable. I like to say inalienable. I can't give them away if I want to. I can't trade them for something. They took the way it's written is beautiful. They took that away from me. I can't give away my rights. My mm-hmm. rights are my rights. Therefore, I can't give. If I can't give them away, how come the government can try to take them? Mm-hmm. So riddle me that, right? So if I buy into this idea and I apply for that concealed carry permit, I'm voluntarily bypassing the Constitution. I'm not advocating for this, but my thoughts are concealed carry. And if you get caught and you're not a felon or you don't have a reason federally where it's been amended to take away your right to bear arms, take them to court, fight it. We have to start fighting these mm-hmm. things. That's a good twist. I, I've never thought about that. Yeah. I like that. Do everything. I mean, and it's, it's a different view. It's just like the plastic bag thing. Now, what do you do about that? So you load up <laughs> Everybody that I know has a, has a plastic bag in their house full of plastic bags because we stuff them in a bag and hang them in a closet. <laughs> exactly. yep. And yep. then when that one fills up, we do the other one. So here's my thoughts. If you want to start a business, send outside Walmart and sell them for five cents instead of 10 cents. <laughs> cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Heck of a note, yeah. And then you could walk around the building and pick them all yeah. up and make a couple bucks a day just picking them up off the ground. Two birds with yeah. one stone. Yeah. I like that. Capitalism, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so again... You kind of get what you, I guess that comes full circle. You get what you deserve. So if I'm buying into this program and I voluntarily abide by it, where's the resistance? Yeah. And I think also just for the, the listeners, right? I'm a, I'm a pilot, Dave, like you mentioned, and I support the AOPA, Aircraft Owners Pilots Association, right? So NRA is a good example for the, for the guns, right? If, if you are a Second Amendment supporter, NRA is there to boost you, right? So if you get in a pickle like that, you want to fight that, you get in trouble. I want to say that there's advocates out there that will fight on your behalf too, right? So it won't be on your own because that that's scary, man. If you get in trouble with guns, they can ruin your life, right? It's it's Absolutely. scary the power they have with that. So it, it's kind of it's kind of scary to stand up to that, right? But but stand up and then actually help others fight the battle too. NRA might be a good good part to to start mm-hmm. with too right i've got a i've got another plug actually I, I had a bit of a falling out with the nra my personal experience um i wanted to support them i've supported them for actually i think i have a lifetime blah 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 but through the recent years with the elections and the nonsense and the emotional blah 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 they reached out to me and they're like oh we need some money to fight this i'm like okay um if I give you that money, what is your plan? Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, we're 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 going to bring awareness. Um, 
how does what's your plan to fight it? Are you like organizing groups? Are you sending people to Washington? Are you going to schedule time? Are you getting in front of lawmakers and are you taking constituents information and you're going to go actually present? Uh, 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 zero plan, zero answers. <laughs> Just give me your money. We'll take your money. Buy the trinket with the NRA logo and shut up. That was that was what I was essentially told from the NRA. So I decided I, I don't personally, I'm not supporting the NRA because I, I, I think they've lost their way of what they were initially trying to do. Maybe that's through their current leadership or whatever they've they've fallen away from what they're doing now i did find another entity so problem solution black rifles matter that that group right there Mm. is fantastic they are doing exactly what i said is happening they are telling people look don't voluntarily abide by these overreaches of the government they go town to town city to city They give classes. They teach gun safety. They teach gun nomenclature. They give all this stuff. They train people that want to learn what guns are. They're actually bringing positive things into the gun communities and cities and others to bring awareness to actually raise the bar. And then they are helping legal teams fight things exactly like the concealed carry or the gun bans, Mm -hmm. like in downtown Denver. You're not allowed to have a gun in the city of Denver. Why is Denver able to remove my constitutionally protected rights? That's by definition, that's that's Mm -hmm. illegal. But people just abide by it and then they arrest people. So these this group, Black Rifles Matter, actually is fighting for things exactly like that. See, I'm going to have to check into that because, you know, I'm an NRA instructor. Dude, I know. So that's interesting to me. I did not know this, but I will put a plug in for the NRA is that, you know, when it comes to concealed carry, and I know we're not talking about bags right now, but. When it comes to concealed carry, talk about choice. When you, yeah, it is absolutely about choice. So, um, the NRA does hold people accountable for bullets downrange. Believe it or not, when you take their course, the good thing is when uh, when we instruct people to uh, to get their concealed carry, you have to be accountable with your firearm. It's not called a weapon; it's called a firearm, and you actually have to show that you are. Um, capable and able to control what you do with that, you know, handling competency, it and, which yeah, is awesome. Absolutely. So there, there's some good things about it. Um, but I've never heard of this. I, I really I actually haven't. So well, I'm going to dig into it. It sounds like kind of two different scenarios, right? I, I believe they're maybe what, let me clarify then. So, so I'm not bad mouthing the NRA all over because that's not fair. Maybe their political, driven agenda is lacking but it sounds like the training they provide is is sound and that's that's awesome fantastic mm-hmm. i just have a little you know I, what i've learned over the last couple of years is to not let my emotions get in the way when i get a call soliciting for money to for a cause my first question now is always well what's your plan yep. and and i know that sounds so simple but dude yeah. 99% can't answer that question. And that's 
to me, that's like a Ponzi scheme almost. Like, hey, oh, Joe Biden's coming in and this is a red area. I'm going to make calls to this red area and scare him and get some money. Is there a way we can do that with the extended warranty calls as well? <laughs> Dude, I, what's, what's your, your plan? plan? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good question. Where? Where? <laughs> okay. I live here. Where could I take my vehicle to get the service you're <laughs> wanting me to buy? And and just watch them fumble. We'll send you a brochure on service centers. Just give me your money. No, tell me where. What times can I call? Who do I yeah, get a hold of? Yeah. Like, we're, we're lacking the ability. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you man, I'm going to beat this drum to death. Personal accountability, responsibility, right? You get what you deserve. If you blindly give money and nothing changes, what did you really expect? Right? Absolutely. Fuel up the private jet. We're going to the <laughs> islands. So it might be some opportunity for some NRA folks to maybe change that too, right? If that's if they are lacking some guidance, some direction in that area, maybe they need to get on that. Mm-hmm. But also the folks calling, and I don't know, I've, I've had those callers all the time, right? Looking for money, whatever. I wonder if they're on staff or if they're just a hired third party minimum wage, just make the calls, you know, because that type of person probably wouldn't have an idea. It doesn't mean that the company doesn't have a plan. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Could be. And it's again, a mixed bag, right? Right. These people, they, this, these individuals that I received phone calls from could have absolutely just been volunteers. This is the script. They're just right. trying to raise money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I did send an email. I did follow up and try to contact someone. Yep. Silence. Nothing. Hmm. I've not, but who am I? I'm dude. I'm, come on. One person and 350 million, blah, blah, blahs. I get it. But also, I'm not going to give you my money because I get that. You know, if I'm not important enough to answer a question, you're not going to get my money. <laughs> I work for my money. Um, just like my freedom, my money isn't government funded. Right. <laughs> so that's right. I'm taking accountability or responsibility. That's right. But uh, yeah, so guys, it's I mean, there's no lack of what I would just call blatant overreach by the federal and the state and local governments. But again, like I have to do a root cause analysis. My mind is wired that way now. Uh, That's one of the tools the oil and gas industry implanted in me. And I love that tool because it it takes away what I think, what I might, blah, blah, blah. And it gets down to the brass tacks of exactly what caused this to end up being this. Because when you get a hundred steps down the road, you might have missed that this one piece is why. So I think we need to do a little bit more of that. I think that's called critical thinking. And I believe that was censored here a couple of years ago and the critical thinking cap went away. I'd like to bring it back. (laughs) So changing in the tinfoil hat for a critical thinking hat. That's right. That is a good tool. So for the engineering nerds out there, it's failure mode and effect analysis is the engineering term for that. But it's a good, good tool. Regardless, right? Yeah. So I think the the takeaways here, Matt, what do we how do we take action to limit this freedom that's sliding away from us, eroding on a daily basis? What do we do? Oh man. That that's the takeaways. So my my personal advice is start with yourself. You need to step away sometimes back away a little bit understand 
what this is and maybe find out where it started. Take the emotion out. I know that's hard. Take the emotion out and this politically driven world we're in. Have some discussions. Reach out to people you don't agree with and see if they may have a valid point. Do a little bit of research and don't read the headlines like you got to do a little bit more research ding, ding, than that. Ding. So mm-hmm. so own it. I guess my advice is own it. Do a root cause analysis. And I think you'll learn a lot. And then little by little, we start stacking those bags and building the foundation back that has been eroded. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you can lay a brick every day and there's 350 million of us and 90% of us think this way, it doesn't take long. So that's that's my advice. That would be my takeaway. Davo, what you got? No, I agree 100 percent. It is it's a daily choice. And, uh, you know, just the fact that you are accountable for your actions and, you know, what what you do with what you got has uh, been preached to me for so many years. So use what you have and, you know, take step and do the right thing, you know. Going back to this again, it's not about plastic bags and the environment. This is about choices. This whole discussion is about choice and being responsible with plastic and so forth is, is a big deal. And it goes to glass. It could be aluminum. It could be anything, but choice, you know, I I just, uh, it's alarming how fast that's all going away and it's time to stand up. And first of all, look at yourself first. Before you look at uh, politicians or the people around you, take responsibility for your own actions. Agreed. Kamikaze? Yep. So, <laughs> so take us down, Kamikaze. Oh, man. <laughs> Never going to live that down. <laughs> live, it, live it down. There you go. There you go. Gosh. So, you know, we all have a circle of influence, right? So some of us, it's our children. Some of us have a little bit broader ones. So I think you, you have to start there, right? Start there. Get your kids aware of what's going on here. Tell them, speak truth, right? Identify stuff and then try to influence your sphere, right? That's that's about where you need to start and need I say more. Perfectly said. I like it. Well, boys, dudes, another episode. I think that's a wrap. Again, mm-hmm. uh, quick plug, right? Find us, man. Social media, Instagram. Facebook page, Black Rifles Matter. Black Rifles Matter. Give us a Matter. like and uh, <laughs> if you plug have in next questions, tune. comments. Hit us up, American Dudocracy at gmail.com. Love Find it. us on Podbean. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye bye. Peace out. 